Good morning and welcome to Tree Talk episode 157 with myself, Jack Neville and Matt O'Callaghan. Today, a busy, busy lineup. We have the semi-finals in the Senior Hurling Intermediate Hurling to look forward to. We have the second round results in the Camogie to look back on. We have the third round in the Ladies Football to look forward to this weekend. And just this morning, we've got some great news with the All-Star nominations with Limerick in 15, so do stay tuned. The impression the game we get old with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Limerick went out there from the world court today. No more about him. They made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. No sympathy in this game for anybody. Matt, it was great news to wake up to this morning if we needed any reminder of how special this Limerick team was. 15 All-Star nominations. Now, the Warriors themselves won't be handed out till December 10th, so we won't dwell too much. But it is just that, a reminder of how great this Limerick team is. It is, and um, it, 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 it's a fitting reward. And, um, you know, I'd be... Of the opinion that when when the actual team is named that they, they, they could put them in in block, you know that um, it, it's absolutely fantastic news and it, it's a fitting tribute to to what Limerick, what this Limerick team have uh, have achieved. We've we've spoken about it ad nauseum, and you know they, they seem to keep pushing out the barriers. They seem to, you know, raising the bar all the time. Three All Irelands in four years, but. Jack, it was the manner in which they in which they won the All Ireland last year. Like uh, this year, if 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 you look back on it, you know, pretty good performance against Cork, beat Cork by eight points in the first round, despite shooting twenty wides on the day. And then, of course, we had that dramatic, absolutely dramatic Munster final win over over um over 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 Tipperary when when it looked pretty bleak at half time. You know, um, 10 or 11 points down and the, the, the third quarter that they produced to overturn Tipperary was just simply, simply phenomenal. And of course, you know, from a Waterford and a Cork point of view, I'd say the less said about the All-Ireland semi-finals and final, the better. You know, the way Limerick just really stepped on the gas when they got into Croke Park and like the, the way they overcame Waterford and the narrative and the lead up to it was that, you know, we were not going to have a repeat of 2020 in that Waterford would have closed the gap, this, that and the other thing, but not a bit of it. And of course, you know, the manner in which they defeated Cork in the All-Ireland final, that was a performance for the ages. And it's it's nothing more than they, 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 than they deserve. And it, it, it's phenomenal as well that it, it's just three Limerick players, um, Keen Lynch, Kyle Hayes and Sean Finn, are shortlisted for 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 Player of the Year. Um, like, you know, I I don't think there's any accolades that can be thrown at this group that would be adequately that would be adequate for what they have achieved. They're just a phenomenal group of men. And Jack, we're lucky. We're we're lucky in here in Limerick. You know, lucky to have such a fantastic team. 
But we're also lucky that we can see these lads in club action. Like and mm. and you, you saw it as late as you, you saw it as late as last weekend. Like you know, you you, you saw the performance of Barry Nash. Like and uh, like Keen Lynch scoops man of the match in the second game. You know, um, these guys they they, they, they you know they, they they only know one way. It's as simple as that. And and um, like back in twenty eighteen, when when Limerick won the All Ireland. And the, the the county championships resumed two weeks afterwards. It was the one thing that struck me. How, like, the players, the Limerick players would have been excused for being on a high if what they had achieved and all that was going on with it, ending 45 years without an All-Ireland title. And here were the group that did it. Jack, they immediately knuckled down to their clubs, which is a phenomenal you know it, it it just gives you a sense of what these guys are all about and the type of guys they are you know it you, you know they, they they they're just as i said they just know one way it's 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 um it's all or nothing you know so look the the, the latest accolade that's handed to them, um you know i think is richly deserved and i think they should get the ultimate one the 15 of May block. Yeah, it's hard. It's, I know it's you're weird. laughing at me, Jack. And, you know, I, I have been accused in the past of having green mist. And yes, I have green mist. But this is this. We're, we're seeing a very, very special team. And it's not just, yeah. you know, the hurling has a very special team at the moment. Oh, they're definitely very special. And I said we wouldn't dwell on it too much because we, we'll have a Once the club season comes to an end, we'll have a full pod on all stars but um you could literally put all 15 down on a piece of paper and and see is there anyone that's better than 15 because they all deserve their accolade but we won't we won't spend too much time on that you made a nice segue there that we see him in club action we'll see a, a share of them this sunday and we'll start with the the senior hurling semi-finals the first game throws in at two o'clock dune versus kilmallock um and then the piercing versus patchwell at four o'clock repeated last year's semi-finals where dune and the piercing came through We'll start with Dunes Clash with Kilmallock at two o'clock. I suppose Kilmallock came through a grueling quarter final. We were both at it. Um that that game will stand to Kilmallock, but is it too quick of a turnaround for them after an extra time? It may be, but uh, just to make a general point before I answer your question, Jack, um I, I left the I left the Gaelic grounds very, very heartened um last last Sunday because um, in previous quarterfinal days, we 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 had left in the previous couple of years, where where the side that was coming up from section B were after being on the receiving end of a drubbing, and yeah. we, we have we have been wondering would the gap be closed? On the evidence of what we saw last Sunday, it it very definitely has been closed because um, the narrative for the coming weekend could very very easily have been um, South Liberties against Dune. And Adair against Napiersig because, um, like both 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 South Liberties, and 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 Adair came so so close. Um, like um, the, the Kilmallock game was a fantastic game in so far as that it it, it went um it, it went the full eighty minutes. Liberties will 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 wonder and they'll scratch their head till kingdom come. Wondering how they can score five seventeen in a county quarter final and still end up on 
on, on the losing side. And I suppose they'll, they'll wonder why at a crucial stage in the game um, that, that they win two points ahead um, late in the game and were still overhauled. But I suppose it, it was one of the great characteristics of the game was Kilmallock's ability to respond to everything that was thrown at him, including the four goals. Now, the, the last goal came too late that it didn't necessitate a response. But but in, in fairness, I, I, I think the standout uh, feature of that game was the, the, the response of Kilmallock to the goals. That that that's yeah. what he's got, and they just when the goals are a huge boost in these type type of games, but they never allowed Liberty step on the gas and 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 build on it. So um, you know, but when they win two points clear so late in the game, I you know I I, I honestly thought that this we, we, we were going to have the first shock of the day, but Kil, Kilmalik again found the wherewithal to, but uh, it was um. Of course, it was Liberty's ultimately got the equaliser, which was a fantastic. Uh, it was a fantastic strike by Tom Ryan. It, it, it might have got missed in 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 all that was going on and the, and the, the whole excitement of the occasion. But you know, when you reflect back on it, Jack, um, it needed a big player to stand up at that stage, and he he struck it from my boss seventy eighty yards, did he? You know, yeah. Yeah, an absolutely fantastic strike, and like there was there was no hail mary about it. He just looked up and and saw the target, and and um, I, I thought it was a fantastic strike. But um, getting back to where we started with with with, with Dune and and um, and Kilmallock, obviously it is it is a very very quick turnaround for Kilmallock. But um, Tony Considine and his management team they they would be absolutely delighted. That they got eighty minutes out of out of um, Graham Mulcahy, and yeah. the impact that Graham made, and we, we we were saying it before extra time, if you recall, Jack, that that possibly extra time was set up for for Graham Mulcahy, and and that's the way it turned out to be, and you you must remember that that um, the only goal scoring chance really that Kilmallock got in the game, um, it was Graham Mulcahy took it. You know, because apart from that, um, in the shot, in, in, for shot stopping anyway, um, Anthony Nash was 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 practically redundant on on yeah. on, on, on the day, and um, like the goal proved absolutely crucial. But you always got a sense that that um, for a player like Graham Mulcahy going into extra time. Um, Kilmallock possibly, even though it was, it was, it was um, Liberty's equalised, they, they, they would be of the mindset we've played our get out of jail card now. Let's let's drive on, and and that, that's exactly exactly what they had what they did. Now, how it will impact on them um, for next Sunday uh, for Sunday is, is another question. Of course, that that they, they are bound. To be a certain amount of knocks and uh, and what have you and sore bodies because like it it was eighty min eighty intense minutes of hurling and yeah, um, like the the, the the if if you factor in recovery time and if you factor in preparation time um like it, it's going to be a big challenge for Kilmallock it it was going to be a big challenge for Kilmallock anyway. because we 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 know we know what doing are about and uh, and uh, of course. It'll be uppermost in Kilmallock's mind um, the the defeat by by Dune last year, 
but do do not coming into the game unbeaten. Now they've they've have they've had um, a couple of weeks off, um, which 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 may stand to them, and um, I, I I think this game is delicately poised. Actually, that it it, it, it it this is going to be a close affair as games between these two are, um, but um, <coughs> certainly there'll be a, there'll probably be a bit of freshness about Dune, which which will be important. Now they're going to be without Barry Murphy. Um, I don't know what the situation with Dennis Maloney is, but would be a key man were he to be available and 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 playing um, with with what he brings to the table. Um, I I um, you know I, I I think this one is going to be very close, Jack. Yeah, it definitely close. I'll come to prediction later on when we do all the predictions. But just on that game before we move on, I think Dune have a lot of a lot of firepower in the forwards, even without Barry Murphy. We wish him. The best of luck. Uh, I think he had the surgery over the weekend, but you've Adam English, Jack Ryan, Dean Coleman, even Josh Ryan coming from deep, like Sadara Donovan and Rich English. They have serious firepower there, and they'll have seen that Liberty's got five goals, and it'll definitely be a concern for Kilmallock and something Dune be wary of. But at the same time, in last year's semi final, Kilmallock won both of their games and came through. Dune obviously lost Patrick as well, and then upset the odds. So, as you said, it's very delicately poised. It is, and then you, when you mentioned the firepower there, you you, you omitted Pat Ryan. Yeah, see, there's just the you galaxy know, stars that we're doing this, and like like um um I you 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 know, and I I still think in the present campaign. Now, while Adam English has been absolutely outstanding, Pat Ryan has been outstanding. We've yet to see the best of Dean Coleman and Jack Ryan. And we we, yeah. we know that when they hit the high spots, what 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 they're capable of doing, they're capable of hurting. And of course, Josh Ryan, <coughs> big player to one is there for him. So, yeah, if you look all over the, the the team, and you have you have the performances of Chris Thomas, um, an emerging talent at the back, and and um, Darrow Donovan, as you said, centre back, Richie English, or McNamara in goals. Mikey we don't O'Brien, forget the quality. Of, we Thomas can't forget Hayes. the quality of a goalkeeper that they have. You know, top class goalkeeper. So, um, you know that there, there are a lot of pluses for doing, but I, I, I still think it's, 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 it's a very, very, very close one. This. Yeah, I'll wait. For, I'll wait. We'll put our next on the line in a while with our predictions. Uh, moving on to the second game at four o'clock in the Gaelic grounds. Again, I repeat, last year's semi-finals and the Pierschig versus Patrick Swell. Last year in a pierce, she got over the line. The previous year, they met in the final. They met in the final in 15. Like, it's starting to become their rivalry in Limerick, Hurland, Patrick's Well versus the pierce, isn't it? It is. It is. It's, 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 it, 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 it's a fantastic rivalry and a fantastic, and I suppose a sign of, of the, the rude state of good health that the game is, is in the county. But looking back briefly to last weekend, um, Patrick's Well must consider themselves very, very, very lucky. Um, to, to, to be involved next week because Adair did everything but win the hurling match. You know that that they had um, they had drawn three points clear uh, by the fifty seventh minute, and like it, it when when John Fitzgibbon floated over that 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 point, and it 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 was there for him to win it at that stage, but um, then we had this this absolutely incredible and special intervention, I would say, by Jason Gillan, like. Four points in what less than four minutes. Um, yeah. that, that's Raya the Rover stuff, it's yeah, off the charts. In, in commentary, we were right because we said if we said Galan was quiet in the first half, we said he only needed 
that spark. We were probably referring to Aaron, if we're honest, but it was Jason that provided that spark. And with the likes of Keem Lynch, his brother Aaron, Dima Burns, like to come out and do it yourself, like it shows huge credit to Jason, in fairness. Hand, hands up. We were definitely saying, we were definitely thinking it was Aaron, you know? Yeah. Uh, but but Aaron, for, for once, was upstaged by the younger sibling. So, um, but uh, it, it it was a fantastic. It's it's something he, he it, it it it's a dream for moments in his career. Ab yeah. Absolutely. Now he has won two All Ireland medals um, as a, as a member of, of of the Limerick panel. But when when Jason Galan, um, he, when his hurling days are over, or even in old age, when he when he will reflect back on his hurling career. I think that will be one of the standout moments because um, even even for us, Jack, they weren't aligned to either side. You know, they were yeah. there as nude and absolute neutrals. It, it was an absolute standout moment, wasn't it? Oh, it was it was brilliant to see. And again, fair credit to Jason stand up. But it just adds another bow if we didn't already know it to Patrick Swell's armor, like and he looks at like so Josh Constein, Mark Cameron, he was brilliant midfield. Um with Calvin Carroll, like they have so many players that they they can call upon, and even though Adair kept the the All Star trio relatively quiet, they still pulled it out of the bag, and they take huge confidence going into that. Now on the other side, you have the piercing, and I don't think probably just by talking to you, the performance against Paddy Brown is probably the best performance you've seen at any club this year, was it? Yeah, they, 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 you know, because you, you have to put it into context, uh, um, Jack. You, you, you know, it was a must-win game for Barry Brown. Like they had him, um, they had him, um, uh, they had the near brush with beating Kilmallock, and like, uh, but the one doubt I did have about Barry Brown was, um, would it adversely affect them, the, the 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 manner in which they lost Kilmallock? And there was there was a certain element of that, but. You'd have to say you 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 have to contextualize it all by saying that this isn't a Pearsick team without seven frontline players. They're in the semi-final without seven frontline players, and it's it's been well documented. Now I understand that a couple of them will be available for next Sunday, which will give Kim Birmingham more options and Patrick Swell with more, more headaches, you know. Um but um yeah, I I have been very 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 impressed um, by by Napierschik and um, like I I I haven't seen anything yet in any of the games whether Napierschik were involved in involved in them or not that 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 suggests to me that that um, uh, that they're, that they're other than firm favourites to win the championship. But I thought there was something about Patrick Swell last week, last Sunday. Um, it, it certainly isn't going to be a gimme on Sunday. Oh. Like I thought, there was a lot to recommend about Patrick Swell. Like we 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 saw Dermot Burns, you know, outstanding again for the third third um, um, third game in the championship. Keen Lynch got man of the match. Now Aaron Gillan didn't have his best one of his best days. But that's 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 money in the bank going into the semi-final because, yeah, and like uh, you know, um, you know what Angelan on his day is capable of, and if there's anything to motivate Ar Angelan or you know anybody, it, it's a tilt at the champions and a, a, yeah. a tilt at at, at Napierschik. So I I I think <coughs> on Sunday you 
you'll see a totally different angle. And there's an awful lot to like about about the the Patrick's Well team. Is you you know you have you have you touched on it there, Jack. You said what a warrior Matt Carmody is. Um, the the amount of ground that he covered last weekend was incredible. Absolutely, he was in the thick of a thick of everything. And um, uh, but the the way that they refused to lie down. Now, if you reflect back on on on, on the game, Jack, and and um, you know, Patrick's well owed debt to Brian Murray. Yeah. Like the save he made seconds after the restart was one for the ages. An incredible. Yeah, it would have been the game would have been over then. It would have been a six point lead for a dare, and it would have been yeah. game over. And Keen Lynch alluded to it in his interview afterwards, like so. Yeah, and I, I said it. I, I said it. I said it to Brian Murray after, and he, oh, he said that's what I'm there for, you know, um, like you know, <laughs> but it, it, it was an incredible save. There's no he's, question. He's lost none digitally anyway. Um, to fair to him. and certainly hasn't lost any of the appetite. You know, this oh, man was an all-star 14 years ago, you know, and rightly so. But yeah, he hasn't, just, lost, he hasn't in, lost in this... one bit of the agility, the hunger. And, and um, he, you know, like if you're in playing in the Patrick's Well defence and you have a fellow like, uh, like Brian Murray talking behind you and you know what he's capable of, that's a huge boost, Jack. Yeah, it is. And just before we move on from this game, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm Patrick are the only team I think to beat Napierschig in the last I think it's five championships now at this stage. Um, they beat him twice in 2019, and like it's pretty much the same team um for Patrick as well. So they'll have they'll have no fear going in against um Napierschig or going for a back to back again. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. And None whatsoever. But well for them, uh, I I I stayed. You know they 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 will be slightly are. They will be exactly, I suppose, in the same position as Kilmallock, um, in, in terms of the quick turnaround, mm. and uh, you know the, the, the recovery time. Whilst 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 Napierschik will, will will be coming in fresh, like it's set up for a great game, Jack. Yeah, it is, and we'll come back and we'll discuss some more and doing predictions over the weekend as well. Um, there was relegation finals. I don't want to talk too much about them now, but um, a hand retained their place in Senior A. Paddy Brown's one-year tenure. They're back down. In senior B, and then we said goodbye to Monlean, the senior ranks. Blackrock beat them by a point in the relegation final. And obviously, Kildayan Palace Kennery in the County Cup, probably not much to play for, but it's a piece of silverware for Kildayan Palace Kennery. I suppose starting with Ahan and Bally Brown, we probably did favour Bally Brown coming into the game, but Ahan have shown that they're well adept at surviving in that top tier. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Jack, after the weekend, anyway, I will be very slow to predict against Ahan in a relegation playoff because I've done it now in successive years and have been spectacularly wrong. Mayor Culpa. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I, I I think it's disappointing um, overall from a Bally Brown point of view because I thought they were extremely competitive against Kilmallock. They got the um, they got that uh, difficult afternoon or a different diff, uh, you know a difficult chastening from 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 the peership but they have a young side and um you know I, I, I suppose like a day or now it'll be an opportunity to go down and 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 rebuild and you know you you must remember now that they, they, they had the um they had that disappointment of the relegation at at the um at the weekend but 
you know, they, they got some bit of, of, of consolation, not not some bit, but quite a bit of consolation during the week when, when they captured the, the under-19, um, the inaugural under-19 hurling, premier hurling championship. Yeah. And in the process, Jack scored two goals and 30 points in the final. Which is yeah, they scored. I think it was three twenty-three last year. Um, yeah, there. But sure, with with Aidan O'Connor that, and that, that, that is Luke that Conner. is John Kiley territory. John Kiley's team do do that kind of stuff. Do, do, that kind of scoring. So, um, yeah. Um, so they, they will have consolation, but um, they, 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 you know, it, it's an opportunity for them, and um, it it was the one consolation that Adair had last year that it was an opportunity. And this is no disrespect to, to the B competition now, and and I think the gap has closed, and I certainly hope that it wasn't the false dawn that we saw last weekend when we saw the two teams that came out of Section B going so close. Yeah. <laughs> it will be an opportunity for Danny Brown to replicate what Adair did. Um, even even though there'll be a few landmines in there, um, in 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 section B, um, and 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 and, and I'll come to one of them in, in a minute, and um, um, it, it'll be an opportunity and probably to get into a, a quarter final, um, which you know is is where people want to be, um, yeah. We said goodbye to Mona Lean, I suppose. In fairness, they'll be the first to admit that they didn't set the world alight since they came up um, from no. from Premier Intermediate, and obviously it, it, it's um, it's a disappointment any time. Relegation isn't good for any club at any level, Jack. It, it is not good. No. It's 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 a it's a wrong vibe that's in in, in a club when 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 it happens, and um, for that reason, they 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 will be very very disappointed, but. Equally, BlackRock will be elated to have got a third year at senior ranks, um, and um, I, we fancied we fancied that BlackRock would survive because um, we saw um, following on on, on um, the heavy defeat that they received to South Liberties, we saw the way they regrouped against um, against um, Gary Spillane. But we wondered which BlackRock would turn up. But it, it, it was the latter that turned up, even though they had a few hairy moments towards the finish. Um, they yeah. looked to be out of sight, looked to be cru cruising to, to securing their status when a bit of a late um, um, Mona Lee and Sarge, but it, 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 it didn't capture them. So, uh, it, it, you know, they, they, they've, they've preserved their status. But uh, a game that I saw over the weekend, and you saw it as well, Jack, and that was the County Cup final. Now, mm. you might say, ah, oh, County Cup final. Yeah, what about it? You know, I think, again, as if we needed to know to, to note that Kildaima Palace Kinry, in my opinion, serve notice that they are they're here to stay at seeing a level, number one. And that they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Like we, we spoke about the prior to the championship, we, we spoke about the, the ideal situation that Kildaimo Palace Kenry had found themselves in at senior level, in, in, in the manner in which they had reached the senior status, losing premier semi-final, losing a final, winning a final, absolutely ideal way of building a team. Now <coughs> we have seen them comfortably preserving their status. Giving giving a dare one hell of a fright, and at the end of the year they have something to show for their first year in senior. They have they have the county cup. They are in a very very good place now. 
they need to tweak their resources. No question about it. But the big question, the big thing for 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 Kildimo Palace Kinry is they've got the players. And yeah, how they the players. And how they'll deploy them, that is the that is, you know, that, that is for something for next year, obviously. But I, I think if if they reflect on the year. Now Kyle Hayes was saying to us afterwards, you know, that the that they were Really, the goal was the quarterfinal, but um, you know, I, I still think deep down that they will be happy because when you come up and when you make that joint leap up to senior, the first thing to do is ensure survival. They did that from the very, very start, and if you like, Jack, they, they did more. You, you saw like the way that they pushed the there, and you saw what a there in turn pushed Patrick's well. So, yeah, I I, I wouldn't fancy I, I wouldn't fancy being in section B if it is a truncated version like this year, which I don't think it will be, and to be drawn in the same group as Gildaimo Palace Kenry. Yeah, just a word on Gildaimo Palace Kenry, because I know in fifteen they got to the quarter final of the intermediate. The following year they got to the final or the semi final. In seventeen they won it. Eighteen they got to the semi final per intermediate. The following year they got to the final. Last year they won it, and now they won a county cup. So they've been progressively building and building and building. They could Absolutely. have they could have the harder of the year next year. Now, yeah. to be fair, I think it'll go to Keen Lynch. But as like Kyle Hayes is, is nominated for harder of the year, like he's one of the three best starters in the country. They have him. Darren O'Connell scored one seven from play in the county cup final. Like as you said, the resources are there. Yeah, and like Darren O'Connell um, made made a statement like uh, last Friday evening. And if you recall, we were, we were eulogizing Jason Galan for, for the four points he got mm. in, in such a short space of time. But remember after the water break, Jack, you know, when, when at which stage um, the Galispalan went in level with, with, with Kildaimo Palace Kenry. Darren came out and he got three points, one, two, three. Almost yeah. from the identical same position that Jason Galan got him. If you will recall, so whatever is in that little bit of ground in the in, in the in the Gaelic grounds, it, it it is proving prolific for strikers anyway. But he got he got three excellent points. Like yeah. we were we were looking at one another in the press box and saying it can be over, but it was you know we meant over the bar, you know. He, yeah, he, but Darren, he, Darren is one of the most consistent club herders you're going to get out there. Like, And he probably just the way uh, Kildime were in the lower ranks that it wasn't seen. But for anyone that was going to Kildime Palace games for the last few years, like Kyle Hayes will get uh, a lot of the credit, and rightly so. But Darren has been as good, if not better, than him throughout the journey back. Yeah, well, I, I, I was elected to him a good while back, and I was particularly elected to him in the run into the 2017 intermediate final when they were, when they were facing Glen Rua. And and mm. um, uh, I, I I felt even though I wasn't involved with Linru that Linru, um, whilst they had to deal with Barry O'Connell and whilst they had to deal with Kyle Hayes, that they needed special attention for Darren O'Connell as well. So, um, to me, that this isn't anything new with with with, with Darren O'Connell. I you know, I I think he's a, he's an exciting, he's an explosive player, um, and you know he deserves to be involved in the Limerick squad. And um, I, I thought that was a fantastic performance by him. Now, Gary Spillane were beaten, <coughs> Jack. But, you know, going forward, I think Gary Spillane will take a certain amount out of this game. 
you yeah, know, that their young players are bidding in. But um, <coughs> how much latitude do you get to trans to, to translate minor success to senior success? They are coming to the stage now in 2022 where the players that have brought that success are going to be 22 and 23 years of age. So, like, it, it, it's, you know, 20, 2022 is going to be a very, very big year for Gareth Bilan. And, and for those younger players, it's going to be delivery year nearly, Jack. It, it is coming to that point. Yeah, it is. And I suppose that's a similar situation Paddy Brown are going to find themselves in. Um, just again, congratulations to Paddy Brown. Um I know it's a different grade. It's under nineteen. They won back to back Premier Minors. Now it's um, under nineteen, but it's three in a row minor titles. First time they've ever done it. Last year was the first time they went back to back. So a great achievement. Well done to Kilian Palace Kennery. Um, County Cup was the the first piece of silverware and offer for the year. Probably not the one they wanted, but look, it's still a, a piece of silverware. And just on Darren O'Connell there, if with um, Peter Casey probably gone for next year, there's a there's a space in that in that full forward line if if Darren. It will be there, thereabouts. We'll move on briefly to the I suppose, Jackie, in fairness, if we were to give a performance at the weekend, it would be down to um to be it would be down to um um Darren O'Connell and Jason Gillan, probably, but we would have to opt in favour of Darren O'Connell because um it, it, it was it was Jason Gillan's uh, late intervention, but but Darren O'Connell over the game, like he, he was a pure nuisance for Gareth Bilan. Like, and he, he had the ball in the net within a couple of minutes of the start. Yeah, he started off the game perfectly. And I suppose to cap off a brilliant weekend for, for Darren, yeah, you could head out to his coffee shop, Chill the Beans and Mungret, or the, the trailer out in Newcastle. I wouldn't be a coffee drinker myself, but the hot chocolate is lovely if anyone is looking for something to do at the weekend. Moving on. Are you a hot chocolate man, Jack? Yeah, I don't drink coffee. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really be done with that now at all. But um, no hot so chocolate. I, I definitely, I definitely drink a hot chocolate. And we had a cup of tea before the Gaelic, in the Gaelic Crown Classic. So I drink a tea as well. But moving on from the senior championship to intermediate. Um, again, we want to. So I'll, I'll get you chocolate Sunday if you're there. <laughs> there I'm not sure you had the kick catcher. I had a kick catcher. Uh, no, I'm grand. I, I, I'd complain if I had if I had a problem, Matt. You'd you'd have heard about it. Um, we'll go on to the intermediate championship. We won't stay too long in it because I'll get more off you when we're doing predictions. But it's Granite Ballangarry versus Effin and Brewery versus Crokill Finney. Um, I suppose the, the first time Brewery were Premier Intermediate last year and Crokill Finney were Junior A. But like that's the the way the hurling championship is that you could be you could be playing a team the following year that you never thought you'd play. Absolutely, absolutely. It'll it, it, it'll tell you, you know, what what can happen in, in in these kind of situations. I, if I'm honest, and you you will recall, it's a matter of record. I thought Brewery'd be beaten by Palace Green. Yeah. Um, but not only did they upset the odds, did not only did they beat Patrick's pa, Palace Green, but they beat him convincingly. Not just on the scoreline, the, the, it was 116 to 110 was the scoreline, but it was every bit, if not more convincing than that would suggest. Um, I, I, I honestly thought um, that that both, both Palace Green and themselves were in a certain level of transition and that perhaps that um, <coughs> Palace Green were a bit further down the road than Brewery were. Um, but of course, um, I, I, I remember going back an awful long, long time um, uh, to a time when I was secretary of, of the South Limerick board, you know, and you'd be trying to anticipate results and trying to anticipate fixtures, the ones you could never do it for were brewery. 
because they invariably they invariably upset the odds. You know, yeah. they would look outsiders in a particular game and or something, but they would they would turn the tables. They they have, they have a fantastic resilience in Rory. It, it is something that I'm always in awe of. You know, they, they they will die for that jersey. Now I think they're up against a different kettle of fish altogether on Sunday in 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 um, or at the weekend, but Saturday again against Croke Kilfinney, who are, you know, that it's been a it's been an incredible. It's been it, Croke Kilfinney are in dreamland. You know, um, earlier this year they won a first ever Junior A Championship. It, it was the delayed twenty twenty. Um, 2020 championship and one was wondering last year when 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 um, the pandemic called halt to the junior a championship no um was croke kilfinney's um had had that opportunity passed them because i i had seen him the previous year and um, i actually wrote about it that i i thought that 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 um you know that they were a team waiting to break through so i i wasn't at all surprised that 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 um that they won the junior a last year possibly a bit surprised at the manner um in in which yeah. they, they, they they were such comfortable winners over patrick's well in the final yeah mm -hmm. i was they, they, that definitely took me by surprise to a certain degree but um you know they have they have obviously adapted very well very very well to to um to um inter, in, intermediate to their new surroundings and I, I i think they're coming into this game with a bit of gusto and a bit of momentum and i i'm 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 favoring croquel finney again no they'll kill me in brewery but sure look um um it, it's, yeah, you've, been, you've been banging on the predictions in in recent weeks matt so that's a that's a bad omen for brewery um quickly on the on the other game effing have probably been the standout team in this championship but for granite Ballingary, we bought win for for croom they upset the odds there. They could easily upset the odds again this weekend. Yeah, I think it'll be more difficult. Um, I think Chrome had our problems with injuries, with um, uh, three late withdrawals, which, which, well, this is what I'm hearing, which, which, which affected their chances. But that, that, that's not to detract for one minute from um, the performance of Granite Bellingari. And like Granite Bellingari, they scored three eighteen, which was a fantastic score. But I, I, again, I think they will, they, they will be really up against it this weekend because. Um, I I I I've come to the the conclusion that that Evan are probably the team to beat in this competition, um, Jack. Um, yeah. I I was just looking through that team sheet during the week, and um, yes, they have six or seven players who know all about winning county championships. They were involved in the previous junior and the previous intermediate winning team, and that that's a core of experience. But they, they they have a lot of they have a lot of young young players coming through who are really good players. You've the you've the like your Sean Canning, Alan Burn, and of course Patrick O'Donovan. You know if if you get that type of talent coming into your side, um, it 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 it, it makes for a very very good unit. I, I I'm going for Effin in this one. Yeah, well I'll come and get your your prediction with a score in a while. Um. Look, we won't touch on the Premier Intermediate um, Championship that, over the weekend because we'll, we'll talk about that next week prior to the final. Um, Munger St. Paul's overcame your own Glenroo pretty comprehensively. I don't think there's any qualms there with result. And Capamore beat Newcastle well similarly comprehensively. And then at the other other end, we had the relegation, the back-to-back -back relegations of Maroubor with Brough staying up. Um, just maybe quickly on the Inter Premier Intermediate Championship, but we will talk in depth about it next week before the final. Yeah, um, I, I, there were two very disappointing semi-finals. 
Um, mm. There were two very one-sided semi-finals. Um, there were two semi-finals in which the scoreline um, didn't lie. Now, um, I, I certainly predicted um, the final two, that, that it would be a Mungret-Capamore final, even though Mungret were playing, playing Glenroe. But um, certainly when it came to predicting the... Um, uh, the, the the scoring difference or, or the, the the winning margin, um, I, I I was certainly very very well off the off the mark. Um, yeah, I, I, I few can argue that the best team, the two best teams, are in the county final. Um, uh, what it tells you is, you see, the randomness of the draw, Jack, um, that threw up the two groups. It threw up. It threw up a stronger, you know, one very strong group and a less strong group. But even if you look at the group that that Capamore and Mungret were in, um, there was a division between those. In so far as that, um, uh, they, they they were much stronger than the rest, Maru Bohor and Nakeni. Mm. So, like, I think no. And you must remember when they met, there was only a point or two between them. When they met in the group stages, I so I, I I don't think that can be any argument that that the best two teams in the competition are in the final. Now yeah. it, it it is ironic that that um in in the piece that I wrote for the program that I headed it that um, the premier intermediate hurling never fails to deliver. I think I <laughs> yeah. I I, I, th I think it failed to deliver last weekend. I have it overall as a competition. It's brilliant. And for people that haven't really been invested in the Premier League Championship, it's going to play as the curtain raiser for the senior final, the senior hurling final. So there should be a good crowd there. And and like I've been following the Premier League Championship now for a good few years. And I'd have a lot of friends um, in circles involved in it. And it's a brilliant competition, as you rightly said. So they'll, they'll get their day out. But we'll, we'll talk about that more um, closer to the time. Over the weekend, also met, we had um, Komogi. We had a full set of fixtures the second round. I'll just throw them up there in the senior championship. Newcastle West, 15 points to five winners over Kokora. Han beat Bruff, 15 points to nine. And Khalidi beat Napiershig, 10-7. Now, that's two wins to two for Newcastle. They're safely true. Han regrouped from that loss to Newcastle West with a win over Bruff, who drew Kokora the first, first day. So Bruff and Kokora remained just on a point. And Khalidi, defending champions, booked their place in the semifinals with a win over Napiershig. And Pierce and Granville and Gary play in the next round in the first nice time. Um, just on that senior championship match, um, Kalidi have have yet to really fire, but two wins from two. Whereas Newcastle have been eerily impressive. Um, it looks like it could be set for a repeat of last year's final at this early stage. Yeah, the early uh, indications are that it, it 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 may go that way. Um, <coughs> you rightly said. Uh, um, uh, Kalidi have won both games. I, I don't think they've scored a goal nor conceded a goal, if I'm correct. They won the first game, I think it was 9 6 or something. Lost they won, they won the first game 10 9, I think. And they, oh, they, 10 9, they, that was it, yeah. And they've won this one, um, 10 7. So they haven't either conceded nor, 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 nor scored a goal. But, um, the one, th the one thing that you know. Kalidi's ambition starting out and, and in the group stages was to get out of it. And uh, they've got out of it in top now. They've had a couple of close calls. But um, it all sets up a very, very interesting game in the third round, Jack, between uh, Granabel and Gary and the Piercing. That yeah. would be a very, very interesting game if we're to go on the scorelines of, of 
the, the first round and their respective games against Galidi, it would suggest that there's very, very little between them. You know, looking at it, um, it, it would look to be a very, very competitive group. But Galidi yeah. will probably will be absolutely delighted. They've, they've, the job got done, probably haven't hit the high spots yet, probably waiting until the knockout stage <clears throat> of the competition. But I suppose the standout performances, as you rightly said, so far in the competition have been um, have been those of Newcastle West. And yeah. um, like uh, uh, Newcastle West have a star-studded lineup, and um, as I previously said in the county final last year, which they lost very narrowly to Kilidi, they were minus the services of Rebecca Lee and Carmel Lear went off during the game. So um, they, they, they they will be looking to 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 you know to, to regain the crown. Now Krakora put up a very very gritty performance against them, fifteen points to mm. five. Um, now uh, we wondered last week, um, was it the the decline of a hand, or was it just a bad day? And would they bounce back? And the answer they gave us was very, a very definite yes. That was a convincing. Yeah. Uh, that was a convincing performance, although it was only a three-point win. But what was crucial was that they got the win. You know, yeah. and they they faced Krakora in the final round now, which they will fancy their chances. While Sprof have the huge task of taking on Newcastle West. Yeah, it's. Yeah, that win for Han is huge because they're in pole position to go through uh, alongside Newcastle who have booked their place. And Granabal and Gary will play Napiershik with the winner going through as well. I'll just go through the rest of the results, Matt, in the other in the other championships because again, there's a there's a weekend break this week. This there's late football fixtures. We'll touch on them in a minute. But in the intermediate championship, Bally Grand got a first win of the season, three fifteen to four winners over Newcastle West. Rubohor made a two from two, they beat Khalidi one eight to one four. Monlene got a first win. They beat um, first round winners Sample Danton 316 to 112. And last year's finalist Capamore made a two from two with a 2 7 to 10 point win over Crocal Finney. Then the Junior A Championship, Munger St. Paul's in their first game of the Championship beat Blackrock Effin by 2 points, 6 9 to 5 10. And Adair got a second consecutive win against Valley Brown 115 to 17. In the Junior B Championship, then June 420 to four point winners over Grana Balangari, a second big win for Dune. Uh, Nakaderi beating a Pierschig 2 7 5. Uh, St. Albies were winners over Monlene, second side 13 points to 3. And Tornafulla and Bruffus postponed. And then in the 12 side championship, you had Kokora beating Munger St. Paul's 4 6 to 1 3. And Khalidi beating Nahan 5 12 to 1 4. Um, any, any results stand out there? Obviously, in the intermediate, Kapamore and Marubohar made a 2 from 2. And Adair made a 2 from 2 in the junior A. I suppose the the the, the, the standout uh, result was probably um, Mona Lean uh, defeating Temple Lanton. Yeah, Temple Lanton beaten Croke the first day. Had beaten Croke the first day, so yeah. it 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 it, leave, it leaves Croke now, who would be one of the fancied sides. Like it 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 leads him, it, it leaves him in a difficult position. But it it it'll give you an idea of of the competitiveness of that particular group. Because you have Capamore there now on, on four points, and you have you have Monadine and Temple Lantern on two points each, and 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 Croker um, zero so far. So 
that um, it's it's very much all to play for there. But um, uh, it, it looks as if Capo Moore um, are, are definitely are definitely going to snaffle one place. That doesn't doesn't doubt about that. I think um, that they're, they're a good side. I, I saw them last year in the county final. I thought we had a very very good county intermediate final last year, um, and uh, they just fell short to Brough and. Of course, they you know they have a couple of big players that are involved with the county, Martin Kramer, Lisa Leonard, etc. You know to to point the way and to inspire them, as it were. So, yeah, I I, I think the standout result was 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 certainly the Moneyline result, Jack. Yeah, um, just the early pace that was there just kept more and with two wins for <coughs> Moneyline, as you rightly said, got that vital win there as did Valley Grand. Um, the, the final round of games will play, take place the week after next and we'll do more we'll chat more about them next week we have the final round of the ladies championship in senior intermediate this weekend I'll just get up the fixtures there for you Matt St. Bridget's versus Mona Gay in group one and Badlanders versus Old Mill in group two now it's very intriguing and um, the senior championship St. Bridget's versus Mona Gay um, if you want to cast a man beat St. Bridget's the first day and then Mona Gay if you want to cast a man so St. Bridget's win they'll all be level on three points and in the second in the second group, then Ballylanders versus All Mill. Both those sides drew with St. Elby's. So no team is guaranteed to go through as of yet, Matt, in the senior championship. No, um you know, but it's it's um it's impossible to gauge the task um that St. Bridget's are facing when they face Monaghan because um St. Bridget's suffered a you know a huge defeat to, to Fiona Castlemahan in the first round, who in turn suffered a huge defeat to Monaghan in, in, in the second round. So, look, all the pointers would be that Monaghan will finish the job there. Um, yeah, you that, imagine that, so. That, that St. Bridget's have an uphill struggle. But maybe there were circumstances on the day that militated against them. Um, uh, St. Bridget's put it, putting in a performance. But they will have to find something special because um, Monaghan are obviously hurting um, from losing the county final to Elvis last year, and um, like the, I, I think they have put on a very early marker, and um, I, 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 it's very, very hard to see beyond Monaghan and that one, Jack. But of course, there's nobody going to be out of the championship, and that this, as we've already said, is that the the, the group stages is nothing more than a seeding process for the knockout stages. So, um, I, I find it very hard. I, I, you know, the semi-final space. Place in that group, Jack, in my opinion, is going to Monaghan. Um, it would be a brave man that would call the second one. Um, yeah. You have Ballylanders who drew with Elbys, um, and you have Old Mill. Mill who drew with um, with Elbys. Ballylanders have home advantage. Um, it, it 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 should count for something. Um, but were we to get a third draw? I'm asking myself, how will it be decided? It'll be in scores four, will it? I yeah, I think it's scores four because obviously there will be points differential of zero. I think it goes down to scores four. It might even be goals. I I don't know, but we we won't get into into that kind of realm of possibilities. We let we, we let that to the administrators. Yeah, we'll definitely leave it to that. Um, I suppose the intermediate championship as well. You've knocked any versus from Broadford, who were last year's winners, and Maruve Bohr versus Father Casey's. Um, Maru and Father Casey's both lost to Munger, if, if I'm correct there. So Munger You're absolutely correct, Jack, and they're, they're just playing for second and third. 
yeah, Munger will top that group um, ahead of either Nakani, um or ahead of Marubo or Farakasis. And another win for Drum will see them go through as group winners with after they beat... Who did they beat in the last round, Matt? I just... Uh, they, they, they beat, they beat Ula, Ula, who, who beat in turn Nakeni had beaten, in the first round. beaten Nakani. So basically you're looking at Drum um, going to Nakani on Sunday, avoiding defeat, and they, they go into the semi-final. Yeah, that's intermediate and senior. The group stages will wrap up this weekend in the Junior A and Junior B. There's five rounds of group games. So, like Junior A Harlan, we'll talk about it more as we, as we get closer to it. You have in the Junior A, Ate versus Grudy Gales. You have Galti Gales versus Hand. That's in the Junior A. And then Junior B, you have Ter Griffins versus St. Simmons. Mona Gay, second side versus Croom. Bellylanders and St. Aylby's second sides will meet. And Palace Green will play a drum colour. Bradford. All those games are on Sunday, the 10th of October this weekend. Um. Just as I was just saying there with Junior A ladies football and the Junior A hurling match in general, we're into the final round. Um, by my calculations during the week, Munger are the only team through. Um, Mona Lean and Han, I think, are guaranteed to play after relegation finals. But going into around five with 24 teams, just to have only one team in the knockout um, stage, like it's it's a great indication of, of where hurling is at in the competitive level at Junior A. It is. It is, and it's 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 it, it, it's exactly what it, it, it's exactly what the competition needed, because like we saw in the and I refer back to the senior football championship where there was so little to play for going into the third round, um, it's it's not a healthy situation. But um, it, it you know um, this this junior championship, unfortunately, that we just cannot get to see it. There's such a proliferation of matches on at the moment, but yeah. there have been phenomenal games in it, and there's an absolutely there's an absolutely huge game. I think it's in Group Four um, at the weekend in McNeville Park between Castletown Ballygrand and Kilidi. Yeah. Um, by my reckoning, the loser will go out if. Barry Brown, who beat, if Barry Brown in the meantime beat bottom club stakers. Am I correct yeah, in that, Jack? You are. I'll just run through the groups there quickly because I just have it up here on my own screen. Um, you just have to listen to me. Munger St. Paul's in Group 1 are gone through. Then you have Phoenix and Dune are both on five. Um, and they played out a draw. And then you have Patrick Sweller in four, on four points. So Phoenix if they win, it'll come down to scoring differences if Dune win as well. But if Phoenix Media and Dune both lose, then Patswell need a win to get through. The fixtures are Dune are playing Monlean, Phoenix Media are playing Mungers, and Eskeaton are playing Patswell. And Monlean are guaranteed to go into the relegation. Um, Eskeaton, there's our season is over, but we can't get relegated. We can't go through. Um, it's kind of Monlean conceded a walkover in the last round to Mungers St. Paul's. Yeah, and they're they're due to face Dune this weekend. Now I don't know if there's another one. Yeah, but but, but 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 the, the the import of all that is Jack that um where where teams to finish level on points we're going to into a playoff situation. Yeah, Monaline um scoring difference score, uh, scoring difference doesn't come in if if that has been a walkover. But Monaline can only get to Skeeton's two points and Skeeton beat Monaline, so they'll have him in head to head. Patswell are ahead of him then on four points. So Monaline are. No, no, but it, it, it could affect it at the top. Oh, for second, yeah. for second place. It probably could, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I didn't even think. There's so many There's so many possibilities in, in all the groups. Um, I suppose in group two, Kiltili, St. Pat's, and St. Kieran's are all on six points. 
Um, Kiltini and St. Pat's play each other, so the winner there will go through, and if Kieran's win, they're guaranteed to go through. Um, Han will finish bottom of that group. In Group 3, Ballybricken, Bohemore, Caroline, and Kokora Minister are all on six points. Um, Caroline play Kokora, so again, the winners there will go through. And Ballybricken, Bohemore, no win, will see them through. You touched on Group 4 there. Kilidi, Castle, Ballygrand play the winners that will go through. And Bally Brown know that a win will see them through. Um, a draw for Kilidi and Castle, Ballygrand and a draw for Bally Brown will bring it to scoring difference. But there. Look, it's all on the, the Sport Limerick website, the mm. how it sends Junior A Hurland. But look, we will be we will be chatting more about the Junior A next week once we know the configuration and the quarterfinals. There's just too many teams to go through, Matt, really, isn't there? Yeah, there are too many permutations. Like, you know, I, I, I've been looking at them there during the week and um, every time you look at it, there's nearly an extra permutation that you could throw into the mix. Um, mm. it's, it's, all, it's all very fluid in the Junior Championship at the moment, but I think that standout one is because two of the fancy sides from the outset of this competition have been Kilidi and Castletown Valley Grand, you know, based on performances in recent years. And, you know, come Sunday evening, one of them will possibly be out of the Championship. Yeah, it's a very possibility. But as I said, we, we will talk about it in detail next weekend. I suppose we'll we'll move on to the predictions, Matt. Um, I love this part of the week. Now, it's gone horribly wrong for me. I know, I must be winning, too. Jack, when you like it. No, well, you've gone miles ahead after the weekend. You correctly predicted Patrick Swell would win by the two points. Um, you owe oh, Jason Glenn that regard. You said Kilimallock would win by four. No, you never said it was going to go to extra time, but I'll leave you off there. Um, three points, obviously, for uh, predicting the right result. You called Kildaimo, Munger, Capamore, Crockle, Finney, and Effin as well. Um, we both got the Croom game wrong. Um, I also said that Newcastle would win, and I'm missing one game there. Oh, Brewery, we, we both win for Palace Green in that regard. But look, as I said in previous points. I'm so grateful for your benevolence, Jack. Not the context the time. If you're, for a bit, if you're looking for a bet this weekend, uh, just follow Matt's predictions because he's on a roll. So get him while he's hot because it was it was slow enough start for you, Matt, but you're miles ahead at this moment. So I think I might go for broke this weekend and maybe go against you in a few regards. We'll start with the senior hurling, uh, Dune versus Kilmallock, um, which we, you, you obviously think it's going to be a close game, but which team are you Dune by for? Dune by two. Dune by two. Now, I had, I had said Dune at the start of the championship where my, I thought I would win the championship. The loss of Barry Murphy kind of dampens that expectations. But I'm going to go for Dune by four on this one. Um, just with their firepower, um, Kilmallock played a long game last weekend. Now, it's good to get a game under their belt, but I just think Dune will have too much there. And then the Pierschig versus Patrick's well. The Pierschig by three. Pierschig by three. Now, I'm going to go against you here. And I don't even think it's because I'm so far behind, but I just have a feeling... For Patrick Swell, um, they obviously beat him twice in 2019. I think last year, Napiership were dominant. That's fair. But without Peter Casey, without Mike Casey, I think that Patrick Swell can make take advantage. And if the likes of Jason Glenn can build on that game, then they have another star yeah, forward. Well, as I say, I'm, I'm giving the vote to, to, to Napiership. But, you know, I there's something about Patrick Swell. You're right. There, 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 there is... Yeah, look, they know how to play in the Piercic. They do, and they shouldn't be here, Matt. They should have been knocked out last again. I think that sometimes yeah. that can work in a team's favour. Yeah, you know, they've I don't disagree totally with you, but I'm, I'm going from the Piercic probably with a by three, but 
want the well to do it, wouldn't be one bit surprised. No, you could see any of the four teams into the final, and they've all been there in, in recent years. Mm-hmm. Kilmallock in 17, mm-hmm. doing 18, and last year, Kilmallock um, 19, and the Pearshick every other year in between. Mm-hmm. But we'll move on to intermediate hurling, Grenoble and Gary versus Effen. We both said Effen have been the standout team. Uh, I'm going by Effen by five. Effen by five. Um, I might just, I'm going to go against you here, Matt. I think as well, Grenoble and Gary wouldn't have been favoured to go through in the quarterfinal. They got the job done comprehensively over Croom. I think they'll do it again this weekend. I'm going to go for Granite Gary by two points. And then the other semi-final, Croke Ilfinney versus Brewery. You had signaled earlier that you were going for, for Croke. Croke by three. Croke by three. I went against Croke last week. and It didn't do me any favours. But I'm going to go against him again this week just for, for the sake of it. Now, I do think Brewery probably experience at, at higher levels with Santum. I'm going to go Brewery by one point, but it'll be a remarkable series of results for Crockett Finney, Matt, just to digress for a second, that they were in Junior A last year, they obviously won it, they won the Intermediate League, and to win the Intermediate, to get the Intermediate Final would be another huge step for, for the club as a whole. Ten years ago, Effen did it. Won, won, the, won, the, won the Jonah Ray in 2010, won the Intermediate in 2011, beat Belly Brown the final. Nobody gave them a chance going into the Gaelic grounds. They dug it out, went down and add, added the Munster Clubs Championship. Yeah, Crockle Finney will be looking to, to follow in their footsteps. And by your by your predictions, they'll be playing the final. It'll be an effing Crockle Finney final. But we'll just have to wait and see for that. Mm-hmm. Those games are on this Saturday in the Castle West, the doubleheader, 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock. Um, and last night we spoke in depth about the, the Limerick Senior Football semi-finals with Parran and that podcast is on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, um, on the website as well if you want to check that out. We spoke in depth about Adair versus Galti Gales. Um, we both agreed that we probably thought Adair would come true, but how, like we, we've all said as well that it would be very close, but how watching the margin would be between Adair and Galti Gales? Yeah, I think I think there will end the dream of Galtie Gales, um, you know, by two points. Um, it's been a phenomenal year by any benchmark for 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 the Gales, and I, you know, I'm saying two points because it's an indicative that I'm not entirely convinced about it. I think Galtie Gales are in with a much better chance than people think. Yeah, I see him being written off as outsiders. People saying, "Oh, sure, look, tis, tis one of the three. I don't buy into that narrative at all." Uh, no, Galtie Gales are in the they're in the semi final on merit. They're in the semi final like the other three, on the back of three wins, and um, you know you can't you can't ask for any more. And um, I I I I think it's going to be very very close. But I think that the, the experience of a dare. We'll, we'll probably dig it out by a couple of points. Yeah, I have a dare by three, but we obviously played a dare in, in the, the quarterfinal. We played Galtic Gales the game before that, and Galtic Gales will definitely give a dare enough of it. And look, you wouldn't be surprised again to see Galtic Gales get to the final, but I think experience will tell for a dare. And if they have a couple of their players back, like Mikey Lines and Oren Collins, then they'll be that much stronger. The second semi-final then at four o'clock in McNeville Park, Newcastle West versus Monaline. Um, again, we both said we thought Newcastle were going to get through, but you wouldn't be surprised to see Monaline coming through either, Matt, would you? I wouldn't, but I'm I'm giving it to Newcastle West by three. Um, the day when I left McNeville Park after the league final, I I didn't think I'd be making such a prediction, or indeed, um, 
uh, when I left Kilmallock after um, at, um, Newcastle West had really got out of jail, possibly against the, uh, against the late Galbally rally, but um, certainly Newcastle West have rallied since. And look, all Newcastle West are now are the, the force that we expected them to be reckoned with. You know, they're just putting on the type of performances now. And I, I'm, I'm convinced um, they're just hitting the peak at the right time. They probably have a time time absolutely perfectly. And um, I, I, I'm I'm going for Newcastle West by, by three points. Yeah, I'm going to go for Newcastle by five. I actually had seven down, but seven is a huge margin of football. But I think Newcastle West, like just the... The squad they have that they're, they're disposing. We spoke again about that in depth last night. But the players they can afford to leave on the bench would be stars for a lot of other teams. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like them, um, we, we we named uh, some of them last night. Brian Nixon like started on the on the bench, um, the, the last day. Now I think he might have a niggle of an injury, you know. But Rudan O'Connor, we spoke about him. Donica Woods, like Dermot Kelly. Um, these guys would be starters in any club, like. But but but, but we have them. Um, you know, we've had this conversation for a number of years now. Like, if if you're looking at a squad at the start of the year, as I said last night, um, and just just judging it before a ball is kicked and on the various squad and, and the team list, like Newcastle West are out in front, Jack. Yeah, they are. They just have been. They've been caught. Every, bar 19, they've been caught every year at one stage and one lean will be hoping that it'll be this Sunday that they can catch them. But there are predictions for the week. Um, I think we've gone through everything, Matt, for the week that's in it. Um, I know we couldn't touch on some things as much as we wanted to, but uh, that's just the nature of having all these games on. But it's brilliant to have all the games. Absolutely, absolutely. We have it no other way. But, you know, as I said last night, it's a pity that the two senior football final, uh, semi-finals are clashing <coughs> with the senior hurling finals, or senior hurling yeah. semi-finals. Um, like these are our two premier competitions in the respective codes, and and um, uh, I I I understand and I don't understand why it's it why it happens if if you know. Um, like I think the county board have done a great job in the way that they have structured the fixtures in difficult circumstances, and like the the way they you know and. It's not just this year, but if we look back at the eleven-week window that they got last year, like the amount of games that they got played was absolutely incredible. Like, yeah. and just to put it into context, what was achieved by Limerick, you know, um, last year in 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 terms of running their games was that we had was it eleven or thirteen county senior finals carried over to this year in other counties. Oh yeah, there was yeah, there was an awful lot, and, of and, and a plethora of other other county finals. Was whilst we had everything tidied up, except except the junior A championship, and we were had 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 they got another two weeks, another two, another eight days, that would have been out of the way. But we got it done in the end. So um, there was we got no, it done in the end. So, but but uh, what, I, what I'm saying is, I, I'm just trying to put it into context. The phenomenal job they have done in organising. A huge raft of fixtures, let's face it, Jack. Absolutely yeah. huge, a huge program. And yeah, like week, and um, they, the they've done they've done the same this time. But I, I honestly thought that some sort of an accommodation could be found. That we wouldn't have a situation where we had two county senior football semi-finals and two county senior hurling semi-finals under one day. 
I think going forward, we should do everything possible to ensure that it doesn't happen again. Yeah, I think it's something that that shouldn't happen in the future. But look, the the hurling semi-final or semi-finals are being streamed by Limerick J TV. So if you want to head out to Kilmallock first and double job there, and you want to go to McNeville to go to the football games, and you can have the hurling on your phone, your laptop, your your tablet, whatever you want. But um, well, I'll be in the Gaelic grounds anyway, so I'll be I'll be hoping for word of mouth to get to me about about the football. But we'll leave it there, Matt. Um, again, many thanks to you. For, for joining me. Uh, many thanks to everyone for tuning in and we hope it's another brilliant weekend of GA action and I'm sure it will be. Hopefully, Jack. The impression the game we get all with what you put into it's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Let me spend out there from the world court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel. The fact that it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time?